This is Calm and Cozy, episode 75. You're listening to the Calm and Cozy podcast, a show about learning to love sleep, focusing on rest, finding relief from insomnia, and making time for self-care. I'm your host, Sleep Coach Beth. I really wanted to do something different for my 75th episode. I mean, it is a big number. First, I want to say thank you for being here. I love creating this podcast and I'm so grateful for the chance to share my story and what I'm learning using a medium that lets me completely be myself. My first episode was live in January of 2018. The episode was called How Changing My Sleep Changed My Life, and it's still one of my favorites. Whenever someone says they're going to start listening to my podcast, I always suggest starting at that first episode. It's just completely me, and it's going to set the tone for the whole rest of the show. If you don't like that episode, I can pretty much guarantee you're not going to like the rest of the podcast. Uh, I say dumb things sometimes. I am completely unpolished and unprofessional, but you're still here, so I must be doing something right. I can also confidently say that each of my 75 episodes is unique. No two episodes are the same, and I would way rather have 75 different episodes than, you know, 350 episodes with multiple duplicates just because I was running out of topics. I've taken my time, I've followed my own rules because I just wanted to enjoy it. I still do really love making this podcast, and I plan on continuing and I have topics that I can cover that I haven't already. My first podcast guest was Julie Westervelt in episode 9. Julie had emailed me and told me about her product, an over-the-head pillow called Sleep Crown, and she asked if she could be on the podcast. At that point, I had only done solo episodes, and I really wasn't sure if I wanted guests. I was really nervous, and the interview was pretty cringeworthy. I fumbled my way through, but I'm so happy I did, because not only has Julie remained one of my sleep friends, but I've also really enjoyed interviewing guests. Some of my best contacts were made through my guest podcast episodes. I've learned so much in the three years that I've been doing this, and I've met some pretty incredible people. I'm also kind of proud of myself for creating 75 episodes because if you know anything about me, I was never really a long-term project person. I'm multi-passionate and I am forever dabbling in different creative mediums. For me to stick to anything long enough to make 75 things is kind of a big deal. This episode marks the end of season three and I'm going to be taking a break until the new year. I'll be working on an online sleep course, working on my handmade Christmas gifts, enjoying time with my family, and just resting in general. Every time I take a break from posting new episodes, it's because I needed it. 
Although this podcast has really been a form of therapy for me, I also sometimes reach a point where I don't know if I have anything else to say. And taking a break reminds me that I need to practice what I preach. I need to take a step back, take care of myself, and each time I've come back excited to jump back in. Stopping to take a break has prevented me from quitting this podcast several times. So, instead of doing a fun compilation episode like I had originally planned, I just wanted to talk to you about rest and remind you that sometimes taking a break is necessary. I used to work for a woman whose favorite line was, business doesn't care. She used this line whenever someone who worked for her had experienced a family emergency or even like a personal trauma. She thought she was motivating them by insisting they keep moving forward in their work despite the hardship because business doesn't care. She wanted us to know that the world around us doesn't stop when we do. Clients still need our services, bills still need to be paid. It might have motivated some people, but it didn't motivate me. I've been self-employed in some form since my 20s, and I never wanted to run a business that didn't care. That line of thinking has played a role in how I view success today, and I'm still working to change that. I don't want to think of success in my business as leaving behind everything that I care about. I don't want to brag to people one day about how I charged right through the hard times without stopping to take care of myself or those around me because I had a business to run. I want my business to care deeply. 2020 has been a shitty year for all of us, for probably a lot of different reasons. We're all struggling, and the last message that we need to hear is that we're not doing enough or working hard enough or getting up early enough. Listen to me. Maybe it's time for a break. Maybe we move from hustle culture into self-care culture in one fell swoop because we finally figured out that the system was broken and we're broken along with it. Taking a break doesn't mean stop everything indefinitely, but it does mean taking the time you need to rest, recharge, reevaluate. Sometimes a pivot is necessary for our own well-being. Taking a break helps you see things clearly. For me, grief is one of those things that forces me to step back. It happened when a sudden tragedy took a family member two years ago. I stopped everything for three months, and when I returned, I dropped half the projects I'd been taking on because they were no longer important to me. This past year, I've lost three family members. Three funny, sweet, loving men whom I adored and It's been tough coming back from that with the same energy as before. I've slowed things down a bit. I mean, I'm keeping up with podcast episodes and social media posts, but I've needed the time off from the other things. My Uncle John passed away in January, and that was a really tough one for me. I used to say I didn't want to live in a world without my Uncle John, but of course I have to. I miss him terribly, and I think about him a lot, But life goes on. A few months after losing him, we lost my uncle Greg. And it was another really tough loss for us. Because of COVID, we couldn't be with our family out west to grieve together. We had to have a Zoom funeral. 
and that was a difficult replacement for hugging my family members in person. Last week, I spent some time with my aunt, and we talked about my uncle often. His pictures were still in the hall and on the mantel. It was strange being in his house without him there. Three hours after I arrived home from that trip on an overnight flight, my father-in-law passed away. I felt numb for a few days. My body wanted to spend the time oversleeping, and all the projects I had on the go just didn't feel like priorities. I wanted to do nothing but rest. Grief is so interesting. What I've learned about myself recently is how my first instinct is to stay busy. Give me a job. Let me help clean up or feel useful. I have to keep my hands busy with tasks that help people around me who are hurting more than I am. I will do your dishes. I will make the pile of sandwiches for your road trip. Just give me a job. I've also realized that I grieve privately. I'm not uncomfortable crying in front of other people, but I tend to hold back my biggest tears until I'm alone. Once I start crying, I have a hard time stopping, and I would rather be an emotional mess alone in my bed or in the shower. And then I always need a lot of sleep. Trust me, it helps. I wake up ready to do more dishes. <laughs> when I'm struggling emotionally, my daily business tasks also struggle. I'm late posting content. I don't feel motivated to post on social media. I can't continue on like everything is normal because it's not. I need to rest. I need to grieve. I'm not ashamed of that. Maybe business doesn't care, but what I need in that moment is important, and frankly, business can suck it. <laughs> there will always be aspects of life that can't completely come to a halt. I know that. But when your body tells you it needs a break, please listen. Take the break. Go and rest. Whatever life is holding over you right now, you can get through this. Find your support. Ask for help. Rest. Rest listen to your body, reach out, ask for what you need. Is it time for a break? What do you need right now? Would rest help? Would talking to someone help? I went to a therapist every other week for two years and my only regret was that I didn't go sooner. Therapy is amazing. I believe everyone can benefit from talking to a professional. It is not a sign of weakness to ask for help. And if you feel like you have no one to talk to, reach out to me. Find me on Instagram. I'm at sleepcoachbeth. Send me a private message. You'd be surprised, but actually a lot of my followers do that. I may not have a solution or the right words to say all the time, but I'm here and you don't have to feel alone. Rest if you must, but never quit. John Greenleaf Whittier. Rest when you're weary. Refresh and renew yourself, your body, your mind, your spirit. Then get back to work. Ralph Marston Rest is the beautiful in-between you can turn to when sleep isn't happening. And unlike sleep, it's always there when we need it. Sleep Coach Beth Thanks again for helping me get to 75 episodes. You're my favorite. Have a restful Christmas holiday, and I'll see you in the new year. Until next time, sleep well and stay cozy. 
and to my mom who listens to my podcast every night as she falls asleep. Good night, Mama.